Some people say cussing makes you feel better. You should try it. Be advised. Hey y'all, I'm Jen. I'm from Oakland and I'm an androgynous, black, lesbian, feminist, and a lover of all black people. This is Darren. I'm an asexual novelist, researcher, and bona fide comic book fanatic from the widest part of Southern California. Orange County. We're queer millennials with three kids and nearly 20 years of marriage. This is a podcast about the realities of blackness, adulting, and relationships. This is That Black Couple. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. This is so funny because they don't know that we just recorded this. Yeah, we did like three, four minutes of recording. And it just wasn't right. Yeah. So we had to redo it. Uh, this is all for y'all because we want the sound to be right. Right. But also in that in that three to four minutes, we also acknowledge that you got high because I was smoking next to you and that it's because, not a verb. Because you hotboxed me. Okay. <laughs> Why are we re- I just said it's not a verb. You can't, you can't get hotboxed. Yes, you can. You cannot get hotboxed. You didn't get hotboxed. Hot, hotboxing is a thing you do. Like you go, you get in the car and you're hotboxing because you're smoking in the car. Yeah, but that, that involves consent. Oh, you're trying I, to say I forced you to I, sit next to I me while cons- I smoked. You, you, you did not ask for my like, consent. I was like, take the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did not ask you for like, my consent. You were like, you were like, no, don't, box, <laughs> don't hotbox me. It's what happened. You, I, you did not ask for permission. So you're trying to say that after all these years in this basement where we sit and record this podcast at the dead of night when I'm smoking every type of weed known to man and I'm always in this exact same seat with this the ashtray that stays in the room. It's the ashtray that stays right there. It's in the, the podcast and ashtray. This is, it's the podcast ashtray and I smoke weed every time I record it and you now believe that this is a violence that's happening to you. I didn't say it was violent. Because you didn't consent to a thing that has happened every single time you've been in this room with me for the last three years. I didn't say it was violent. I'm sorry, five years. And and there definitely have been times where I have consented. I won't beat your ass. <laughs> there are times where I have, you know, partooken. You gonna have partooken. You have people <laughs> on this podcast thinking Darren didn't consent and Jen hotbacks Tim and now he's high against his will. Y'all don't listen to these tourist lies. <laughs> he's giggling because he's petty. Don't listen to this. All I know is. Don't start with me. I was sitting here. The, the, there was times you were partooking. There's you know, times you partooking. Putting the microphones you know, in. Like, this is why. You know. This is making why. Making sure the sound was right. Shut up. Go and to then sleep. you were smoking and the smoke. Oh. Within this enclosed room. Oh, no. Found its way. Oh, yeah. Into my airway. And what happened to you? And now. You're hotboxed. I'm hotboxed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so anyway this like i said season five episode six of that black couple okay we are doing a rundown episode which is one of my favorite types of episodes that we do where we talk about all the ways we want to acknowledge black women's brilliance right now despite all the awful ways that folks in society continue to try and walk all over black women in public and in private places mm-hmm. yes they'd be trying to undermine black women constantly it's a constant thing and so it's unwarranted so that's what we're talking about today acknowledging black women's brilliance have a seat this is that black couple i'm jen 
I'm Darren. And before we get started, please make sure you follow us on Twitter, not calling it what it thinks it's called now, and Instagram at that be okay couple, and on Facebook at that black couple, and look us up on the internets at www.thatblackcouple.com. You can stream our episodes everywhere. That means everywhere. It means Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pandora, all of them. Every time you say Pandora, I'm like, people really be on Pandora? It's still there. I don't understand that. Oh. It's still there. Why? It's for, I think Pandora is for those people who have like a desk job and mm-hmm. they have to sit there all day and do like menial tasks. And they're like, they're, they like they're like, oh my God, I, I. I don't like Spotify. It's too many buttons. Right. So they just they just say, you know what, Pandora? You tell me. You tell me what I like. That's amazing. I don't want to do those decisions. I don't want the computer telling me shit. There's I'm, too much Skynet for me. Way too much. But you know, hey, whatever. So here's the thing. Y'all know the segments. We're going to start off with our first things first. Okay. Let go. So we are acknowledging just how brilliant black women are. Yes. And we came to this topic for uh-huh. this episode because ashy people that's it ashy people mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to act like black women aren't great and they like to trample on them and they like to take away their agency and you know just do ashy people shit mm-hmm. and one thing that recently happened in the news is drake i don't know how we want to refer to him but I usually just refer to him with disdain. I never want to refer to him, honestly. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, he put out some new single. I think it's called Slime You Out. I haven't listened to it. I don't plan on listening to it. By the name of the title, I'm pretty sure my ears might bleed if I listen to it. But he put out a single called Slime You Out. He put a single cover out, which was Holly Berry covered in slime from one of those Nickelodeon things, mm-hmm. you know. Because that's what they do to celebrities at Nickelodeon things. Of course. And there's this whole dust up on the internet because Holly Berry was upset. Of course. And people are like, it's videos from Getty Images. Why are you mad? I'm sure they paid the fee for the Getty Images. And she said, well, I'm mad because he asked me right. if he could use it. And I said no. And then he just went and used it anyway. anyway. It's rude. Wow. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. And this is Holly Berry. Holly Berry, who is a, a Hollywood elder at this point. This is somebody who paved the way so that other actresses could have roles that they have today. And even beyond that, like, if you ask her and she says no, out of baseline respect. Basic respect. That's it. Like, just respect. Out of, it doesn't matter who she is. She says, no, I would prefer that my image not be used. And and you, you and your team were just like, but... Holly Berry covered in slime is just the perfect right, depiction right. that we need to use. Right. You can't do nothing because, else. Because to, because to Drake, women are objects. They're not people. Their their opinions and their ideas and experiences, are our feelings don't matter. We are just the sum total of our parts. And we are mm-hmm. for the exploitation, exploitation entertainment of men. There it is. And so with this episode, you know, we thought... Let's just highlight just how fucking boss black women are. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and let's not, you know, there's, there's, we're talking about Drake, but there are a lot of black men. Let's be clear about this. There are a lot of black men who take it upon themselves to shit on black women when they have the opportunity. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of black men who feel as though because they were not, you know, the jock in high school who had all the girlfriends or the when they were a nerd, they felt like the children didn't want to date them or whatever the fuck their sob story might be that all black women are trash or all black women are ugly or all black women are unmarriageable or all black women are mean or whatever type of traumatic you know, mm-hmm. self-internalized hatred that they're projecting on the black women's bodies. Like we have to talk about that. And black women are out here shining and being dope regardless. In spite of. In spite of all of that. And unfortunately we don't talk about that type of intraracial intimidation and massage noir because it's 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 you know, it's shameful. It's something that we carry as a community and as a, a, a diaspora, we carry immense shame in thinking about the ways that internally across genders, especially minoritized genders for trans folks and gender expansive folks, right? It's like the ways that folks treat folks who are on the on the margins of, of blackness is really deplorable. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about it in front of mixed company, but this ain't mixed company, so we good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. So we we're good. This is family. We're gonna dig in. Right. This podcast is supported by generous donations from our patrons and listeners. Become a supporter today by heading to www.patreon.com slash other combos media. You can stream the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. When you listen, please consider hitting that heart button, sharing, giving us a five-star rating, and leaving some dope comments. This helps us with our paid drinkings and gets more listeners for the show. Thank you so much. We're back. We are back with the conversation. You ready? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. What What's that about? Why are you so excited? Because we're going to talk about some boss-ass black we women. We are going to talk about some boss-ass black women. We are. We are. And, and we're starting off with... With the one and only Beyonce. The queen of Virgos. The, the queen and king <laughs> of the Virgos. The Virgo deity. The, yes, the Virgo. She's at the, the, point, the tip of the, of the pyramid. Yeah, the high priestess of Virgos. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, let's I be wish honest. Beyonce could act. Because she could play Storm. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with I it. I would not. I'd be fine with it. I would not be okay. If she could act. If she could act. If she could give Angela Bassett, I'd be so. I would be so happy. I would be so happy if she could give Angela Bassett. If she could get give Angela Bassett, but you know, know. as perfect as Virgos are, I know we they can't be that everything. Perfect. We can't do everything, right? Yeah. You got to have some things that yeah. you don't do well. And for Beyonce, it's acting. It's acting. You're right. She She's does a whole else lot brightly. of woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do what you're oh, doing. I, I love her. I'm here to celebrate her. Yes, we're gonna celebrate Beyonce because she's changing the fucking world. Actually, she's, she's always doing brilliant things. We know this. Yeah, she's changing the actual fabric of entertainment. But I just want to talk about this summer. Yes, the true, not just cultural impact. Yes, but economic impact that Beyonce had. Yes, and the projections are saying that she will have affected the world economy. To the tune of about $2 billion. <laughs> I read that she also made more than the Beijing Olympics. 
Yeah, yeah, I think she did more than the Beijing she Olympics. She stimulated more for yeah. She she actually caused inflation in Sweden. And she now has the highest grossing uh, tour by a woman in history, outpacing Madonna, right? Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Yep. Um, and the thing the thing is the re- the reason she was able to do that is because there's just such a demand mm-hmm. for her tour. Yeah. And so number one, it's the ticket prices. The tickets cost. Them tickets cost. Hallelujah money. They, they cost rent. They're very expensive. Yeah. And people are paying it. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred <laughs> tickets. How do you measure our economy? Clearly, that is how you measure an economy in Beyonce tickets. Beyonce tickets. And not just Beyonce tickets, but also flights to go to yes. the places where Beyonce performs. Hotel performing. stays. People from the U.S. flying to Germany. People They fly all Belgium. around the world. They yes. stand in the hotels. Yeah. They're spending the money. All over the country. People flying all Kansas City. I mean, there were... There were places in in the u.s that were not seeing any foot traffic that got all types of folks in there because beyonce was in town beyonce showed up yeah and that i mean the pull of something like that yeah the, what the what i will say i've I felt a lot of different ways about beyonce over the course of her career and i i'm i'm somewhat really admiring the place she is in now yeah because she clearly don't give a fuck same right She's clearly like, I'm going to do what I want. Right. You're going to pay me. Right. You're going to appreciate it. Right. You might not award me. If you don't. I'm still going to do it. Whatever. Right. Everyone's still going to say I'm the best. Everyone knows that I'm the best. Because I am the best. Because I am the best. I'm going to continue to improve it. To prove it. And then I'm going to go on a world tour. Yeah. And it's going to be practice for my daughter to, to Essentially, dance yeah, in front of stages. To hone her skills. And, and, and I'm going to have stars come on my tour who could you couldn't get nowhere else. So make this time. just going to show up. And the other members of Destiny's Child and, you know, Diana Ross will come out to sing me happy birthday real quick. And, you know, <laughs> this will be what will happen on the tour. You don't know who's going to show up. You never know. You never know because I'm Beyonce. And, and it's going to be a fashion statement, yes. not just by her. You know, changing up yes. the costumes yes. like the whole tour, but, but also for everyone, everyone coming to the there. show. You have a you have a you have a uniform. <laughs> There's a, you, you come dressed a certain way, and there will be the most ridiculous graphics and 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 stage projections and structures and horses coming out the back of the, the, the screens. And then on top of all of that. I'm going to start a challenge Yes. where I'm going to tell everyone to be quiet yes. and the whole fucking stadium going to be, be quiet. completely quiet. And then we're going to see who wins because I'm a Virgo. <laughs> and then I'm going to release it in the movies and we're going to do it all over again. And I'm, and I'm going to let you pre-order tickets. Just like you did for the, for the Three for the months in right. advance. <laughs> but they're expensive. For a movie. They're very expensive movie tickets. <laughs> and you know what? Come dress to that too. <laughs> this woman. She said, she Wakanda said, where? When she said, Wakanda she who? said, y'all are the visuals. And she wasn't playing. She said, I'm going to film y'all at the concert. And then you're going to go watch yourself in the theater. Thank you for signing that she release. Said, she said, y'all are the visuals. I told y'all. I'm not releasing visuals because here y'all come. Y'all the visuals. Mm-hmm. Y'all the visuals. Y'all the visuals. And and it's all to me, it's like an homage. It's like she's homaging herself. Of like, I've worked so hard in my career. I've given y'all visuals on visuals on visuals right, on visuals. right. I'm not doing it no more because no. I don't have to. I, and, I, and I don't have to do it the way y'all want. Y'all not, not going to get it the way y'all and want. And you know it's going to be brilliant. But what you do get, you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a documentary again. We're all going to be like salivating, sitting there in she, the movie theater. Meanwhile, she ain't giving an interview 
in like 10 years. You don't have to. <laughs> like, come on. The power to. and the brilliance. Right. Like, how talented do you have to be as an individual? Right. To command okay. that type of attention. Then we cannot talk about Beyonce for the whole episode. Okay. There are but other people. I'm, I'm using her yes. as a symbolism for black women. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Right? How brilliant. Okay. You know, to be able to command that and just not have to bend yourself. Yes. To the whims of the world. Okay. So we, okay. We done with, are we done with Beyonce? We can move on from Beyonce. Okay. We're going to move on from Beyonce. Okay. I, I'm, I, I would like to hop in. Can I hop in here? Oh, yes, please. Okay. So I want to talk about all these black women athletes that have been beating the brakes off of mm. white people all over the world for the past few months. I, I'm not even really into most of these sports, but I will tune in and watch and cheer to see these white people get their ass beat. Okay, so the first, the first that I really enjoyed was Coco Goff. Mm. Coco, Coco Goff is 19 years old and she looks like a baby. Like her face, she looks 19 years old. And she is a very phenotypically black girl. She's very, very sweet. She won the U.S. Open this year. And she is one of the youngest people in history to ever make it to such a large stage. So she became the first American teenager to claim a Grand Slam single title this century. <laughs> and just the fourth to do it in the Open era. That means, well, I'm, I think that means... And all the time that they've ever had, had opens. opens. <laughs> She's had 14 consecutive wins. So this is just, she just does this. Like she just, she just does it. She just does it. It's just a thing that she does. It's a, it's an international beatdown. She, she just she goes around white girls winning them from the whole world. So all she does is win. And so, so, so black girls, I guess they got, there was a meeting of the black girl athletes, the young, talented black girl athletes. And Shakari came back. After they tried to drag her a few years ago, and Shakari came back, and Shakari Richardson is now the official fastest woman in the world. She is 23 years old and five foot one. She went to Louisiana State, okay? She is from Dallas, Texas, and she is blackly black and gay. And she is the fastest woman in the world. She has been running circles around these women. So she won the women's 100 meter title in 2003, in 2023 track and field world championships um, in Budapest, Hungary. And she won it with a time of 10.65 seconds. Mm. I can't even get my mind to settle itself in 10.65 seconds. Yeah, I have a thought. And I'm like, what was I like, thinking? What was? Did I come in the kitchen for? And she already didn't finish the race. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she did? Dang. Dang, I just... And I'm still sitting there like, no, what was that? <laughs> I came in the kitchen for something. <laughs> this bitch ran 100 meters. Okay. Now, also, the I feel like... Okay, we used to say that Serena was the GOAT, but I feel like these young women... They're giving her a run for okay, her money. Simone Biles. <laughs> Listen, Simone Biles. Simone Biles has been through so much. And she came out and was like, listen, y'all don't deserve me. I'm taking a motherfucking break for my mental health. I need some time off. Then she came back and she has been beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> she has been beating. So, so she has been dominating women's gymnastics and getting all world records. So right now she's working on her 20th gold historic team world title. And I was dying laughing the other day because I was looking on the internet. Just, you know, shit 
posting and going down like a little, you know, rabbit hole. And I saw a picture of her and they said, the Simone Biles too. And I was like, what's that? And it's a particular jump. It's a particular jump that no other woman has ever been able to land. And it's called a Yurchinko. It's a, a particular Yurchinko jump that she was able to do. And she is the only woman in history, history, to be able to land this particular double pike. It's a historic landing of a double pike, a Yurchinko double pike. And because she continues to land these particular jumps that are historically thought to be impossible, they are naming the landings after her. So there's five of them now. They might as well be named after her. Ain't, ain't nobody else going to do them. Just Biles. They're just Biles one through five. And she's just she's just now the standard in <laughs> gymnastics. She's just going through. She's just going through all the impossible things now, and being like, mm, "I'm gonna try it. Mm, I did it." That's what she's doing. So I, I really, because I'm gonna be honest with you. Like it reminds me a lot of when Serena, when got pregnant, and they were like, "Oh, she got pregnant. She's not gonna be able to play no more." And then she had her baby and came back and beat the ass, whooped them, whooped they ass. Like I'm just, I, 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 I will be honest. Serena been like, okay, I'm going to have my kids and my, my black business. And I've been kind of sad because I'm like, we need some more black women out here to beat their ass. And you know what? The universe show right up. Ancestors was right on time. That's a strong legacy. The ancestors was right on time. They said, you know, we're going to go to, we got, we got tennis still. We're going to keep playing the white people's sports. We're going to keep beating their ass in the white. That's the best ones to beat them in. Mm-hmm. Beat them in the white people's sports because you know they mad. These little faces all Cause, red. Because that was for them. That was for them. They they got that bob. And they're going to call the manager. They, they said, said, why they are said. you here? <laughs> I'm not offended. I just know the, I know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> why are you so loud in my gymnastic stadium? <laughs> Turn down that blackness. <laughs> I'm just saying. Black women just prove they can, they can do it all. Literally anything. So I've been really, I will say. I've been really excited to see these young black women athletes beating the shit out of these white girls all over the country. And the thing the is, world. there's people watching them. They are. There's, there's other little girls watching them saying, yes. I want to do that too. And yes. so, you know, it's and just that's an enduring how we got legacy. Them. That's how we got the Coco Goffs and the Simone Biles and the Shakiris mm-hmm. because they was watching Flojo. They mm-hmm. was watching Serena and Venus. They was watching, I don't know, Dominique Dawes. Dominique Dawes, yeah. Okay, all right. I I tell you, there's a legacy. Look at us knowing the genealogy. (laughs) Talk about over here. We know know our black women. There's there's a legacy of ass whooping. I'm like, who was whooping? Dominique Dawes was kicking ass. She was killing it. She was. She was. And so now we have these three. We do. Now, the last one I want to talk about is kind of like an honorable mention. Yeah, this one's rough. This one's rough. Because... Um, I in particular, I really love this person. I Me think too. she's dope. I think she does great work. Yeah. Um, the person I'm talking about is Victoria Monet. Yeah. Yeah. She recently released her her what's technically her debut solo solo album, which is called Jaguar Two. Even even though there was a, a collection she put out that was called Jaguar, that you know was before this. Yes. Um, but she is just number one. She's a boss in the music industry. She's multiple Grammy nominated. For, you know, Chloe and Hallie work. She did a bunch of stuff with Ariana Grande. Her pen is untouchable. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's in the game deep. 
she she the checks are the checks clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, she got the royalties unlocked. And she put out this album, number one, dope ass album. If yeah. you have not listened to this album, listen to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the VMAs came up recently, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, we want her to perform because. Again, if you have not seen, she has dope videos. Mm. The dopest one that she's put out so far is for her her single "On My Mama." Uh huh. My lord, this video. I haven't even seen it. Listen, when when we finish this, I'm gonna play it for you because I don't know how you haven't seen it. No. Nope. This the song is dope. The video is bananas. Bananas okay. there. It's bananas. It's bonkers beat. A-N-A-N-A-S. That's the video, yes. It's bananas. And the VMAs came around and everyone's like, oh my God, you know, she got to perform that at the VMAs because yeah. her video is dope. Yeah. And the dancing is stellar, right? Uh-huh. So then when she didn't perform, people were like, hey, what happened? Victoria Benet, we want you there. What happened? What happened? And she came out and said, well, the VMA said I'm too early on in my career. Girl, bye. Number one, when was the last time you they think they told, told a, white, a person, white person you too early in your career? Did they tell Adele that when she missed the uh, the entry to her song three times? No, they didn't tell. Did her they that. tell that to like BTS or One Direction or Taylor or Swift, Bieber or uh, any, Miley Cyrus? I'm, I'm pretty sure they never said. I that really to feel them. like we need to talk about Adele missing the note that many times. <laughs> she really did a sister act, but in sister act she was scared. She had a reason. Adele she, just couldn't she sing. She was like, "Ooh, I just messed it Adele up." Adele just couldn't remember the let's, note. Let's try it again. She Maybe I'll do it this time. She could not remember the note. Stop talking about Adele and she can compare to any of these black singers. Adele can't out sing Yeba. It's white singers that Adele still can't out sing. So she can't even come over here. She can't even come over here. She don't qualify. She don't qualify. She don't have the range, literally and figuratively. <laughs> She can't come over here and sing up against none of the black singers when she can't even get out of her own weight class. Because let her sing against Tori. If, if she sings against Tori, Tori Kelly, she's out already. She Early elimination. Come on now. Tori <laughs> Kelly ain't never missed her. One, two, boom. And jump. And you sing. This is where you go. Here it's goes the song. song that you wrote. sing the song. You performed it 90 times. And sing the song, Adele. Oh, she missed it again. And come on in the song. Oh, shit. She keeps sitting there. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> That's because the bar is different. Come on now. The bar is different. Come on now. And we know this for black people. Niggas the bar like, is much higher. Adele better than Beyonce. Get, get, kill yourself, bro. Bro, just, just end it. Just, just sew the lips shut. <laughs> just, ain't no need for this no more. You you don't care about nothing. Don't play these games. You don't care about anything. You don't care about nothing. Just let it go. <laughs> Be done. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the whole reason Victoria I, Monet. The whole reason I brought up Victoria <laughs> Monet. Yes. Was because she is so brilliant. And I feel like a lot of times we talk about, you know, like Beyonce, you know, changing the world economy, yes. you know, and you know, people breaking all the records. Yes. But we also gotta shout out the people that are just just I wouldn't say silently in the cut. But subtle. It's but, subtle. But people that aren't like, you know, world breaking, but are doing the dopest shit. Yeah. Right? Subtly we, brilliant. We got to call it out because we need to support that. I agree. That's how you become the Beyonce. I agree. That's how you become the Shikari. I agree. That's how you do it. I agree. And so that's where we all need to be. I agree. So I like I said, if you haven't heard Victoria Monet after you finish listening to us. Jaguar 2. 
Jaguar 2. On my mama video. Watch that on my mama video. Yes. And support her work. Yeah. And she's on tour right now. And everyone at the tour is, is losing their shit. And fuck them VMAs. Because she's doing the full choreography of the video on the damn stage. And also, fuck the VMAs. And fuck the VMAs. You can find my mom and dad, a.k.a. That Black Couple, on the web at thatblackcouple.com. That Black Couple is owned and operated by Color Combos Media. If you would like to help fund our content, sign up at www.patreon.com slash colorcombosvideo. Please consider giving us 5 or $10 per month to help us build our platform and grow our organization. You can also give one-time donations at www.paypal.me slash colorcombosmedia. All donations are welcome. And we're back. And we are back. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up and let's reflect. Since you got hotboxed. Yeah. I think I think the hot box is coming down. Oh, okay. A little bit. Oh, that's boring. A smidge. Let me light it back up. See? See? <laughs> you were trying to be all innocent at the beginning of the episode. Now you're inflicting the hot box on me again. Yeah, I'm blowing your face here. Look. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go. <coughs> and the you puppy turned. the puppy in here too. She getting hot boxed too. You turned and looked at me though. You wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, Darren. Maybe that counts as consent. I don't know. Whatever. You want to hit this here? No. You scared? <laughs> I'm gonna be asleep in 30 seconds. I won't make it through the end of this episode. Oh no. It is an indica too. You shouldn't smoke yeah. it. And I got I got important shit to talk about. Mm. Go ahead, don't let me keep you. I'm I'm here to celebrate the end of Virgo season. Oh, I know it's sad that it has to end. Yeah, it is actually. But but this is a time where where we need to celebrate the greatness and the perfection. Yes, that is the Virgo. Well, it also like a lot of retrograding was happening. So apparently, this Virgo season was really very in people's lives. Like people was like, I need to Marie Kondo my mental health. You know. So, I mean, I don't know what that has to do with us um, acknowledging Black women's brilliance. Unless you're just talking about it because it's me, because I'm a Virgo. Is that what Virgo? Is that what we're talking about? We're talking about me. And you are brilliant. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, then let's just end. You want to end with this announcement? Yeah, I just, I just want to let the world know. Okay. Okay. I'm married to a Virgo. Oh my god. That also makes me think about that show. Because I'm a Virgo. Oh my god. Which is very strange. I don't know why you're talking. Oh, because you're a little bit high now. I'm a little bit high. It just my my brain did that weird connection. Thing. Oh my gosh, I hate that show. So you hotbox me. That's what you get. Wow. I don't I don't know that I hate that show. I think I do hate it. The more I think about it, the more I hate it. Actually, I hate it. Yes, I hate it. He just. I think the problem is he didn't seem like a Virgo in the show. There was nothing about him that gave Virgo, and, except that he kept saying, "I'm a Virgo." And that's the most confusing part. Yeah, a Virgo would have acted much differently than he did. In some situations, quite a few situations. Quite a few. Quite a few situations, especially, anyway. That's, anyway, that's <laughs> not here nor there. That's not here there. Yes, neither here nor there. But <laughs> what I will say is, to wrap up this episode, I did release the cover of my book, Black Women Taught Us, on September 25th. Yay. Bell Hooks' birthday. Um, the book is available for pre-order everywhere. If you go to penguinrandomhouse.com and look for Jim Jackson and Black Women Taught Us, it is there. I would prefer if folks support their local bookstores, black business owners, small business owners, women business owners, queer business owners, but, you know, support the project and yay, it's going to be out January 23rd, 2024. There you go. Yay. And if you don't know about the book, look it up. 
it's a brilliant, brilliant book. And mm-hmm. it's telling us how black women have already taught us how so many brilliant, already, amazing yeah. things. Yeah. Um, giving black women their shine, right? And so yes. it's kind of like a like a double dose of brilliance here because we have a brilliant book about brilliant black women written by a brilliant black woman. Okay. Yeah. I hotboxed you. You did. Yes. But I appreciate you, though. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not true. It's still true. <laughs> but also, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> woo. Yes, y'all. Please support Black Women's Hottest, January 23rd, 2024. Thank y'all for listening. Before you go, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that BLK couple, on Facebook at that black couple, and look us up on the internets at www. Dot that black couple dot com. Bye.